This is the Man Up Podcast, the doctor's guide to men's health. Each week on our podcast, we interview the top specialists of the field on various topics in men's health. You have questions that you are too afraid to ask? We have the answers. This week, our episode is titled, Putting Some Skin in the Game, Common Dermatology Concerns for Men. I'm Dr. Kevin Chu, and I'm joined as always with my co-host, Dr. Justin Dubin. What's up, Justin? Hey, Kevin. How are you doing? Uh, good week here. It's still still cold, but... Uh, uh, still still warm here in Miami, say. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I can't help that, so that's fine. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for today's um, talk because I think one thing that a lot of guys being dudes neglect is their skin issues, right? There's a lot of skin issues that guys deal with that are very specific to man male needs and i don't think we're talking enough about it so i'm really excited that we're bringing on dr timothy Wu. he's a practicing dermatologist out in miami um and he's a really uh, great resource for a lot of the things that we need to learn how to be doing better because i guarantee you i could do a lot of things better for my skin and for my wellness and i'm sure you can i too. I, I completely agree justin um i think i think a lot of guys you know you know you know, inside they care about their skin, they think about it, but you know, don't really like, you know, go and take care of it or know what to do, you know? So I, I think Dr. Wu here is going to be able to provide some great insight. Yeah. So thanks, Dr. Wu. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Excited to be here. <laughs> all right. So why don't, why don't we just jump right in? All right. So let's, let's just start with some of the basics. What do you think is the worst thing most guys are unknowingly doing to their skin? Well, Justin, I think you brought up an important part in the fact that I think a lot of men neglect their skin, and I think that they don't realize that they're potentially causing a lot of skin issues with this neglect. So, I mean, basic things like having a simple routine, you know, washing your face before you're going to bed, uh, using a moisturizer, uh, you know, can be, you know, very important. Um, Men may also not realize that using bar soap or liquid soap on their face uh, may actually cause them more harm than good, for instance. Hold on. I did not know that. <laughs> so that is like brand new to me. So what kind of soap are we putting on? Do we need to be putting on our face? Because I'm using, you know, the Dove. I don't, I don't think I've ever used skin. I've never it used bar soap on my face. On me. <laughs> it says sensitive skin on the soap. Why can't I use it on my on my face? What am I supposed to use on my face? Yeah, so I mean, <laughs> bar soap is great. Uh, does a great job for you know removing dirt and oil, uh, but for the face, it actually does its job too well. And the oh. fact that you will strip all your natural oils and essentially leave the face very dry and tight and potentially, you know, uh, you know, cause flares of eczema or skin irritation, dry skin, things like that. So, so we should go with, when we're, when we're washing our face, specialized soap made for the face then, correct? Right, right. So there are a lot of uh, synthetic uh, facial cleansers out there that will still clean dirt and oil but kind of leave on the, you know, natural oils that you have on your face. Like what, so what I'm going to the store, I'm going to like, you know, a CVS or a Walgreens, like the, what's the key word here that I'm going to buy? Because I'm, I'm literally- Facial I wash. Uh, yeah, it doesn't say facial wash. <laughs> 
so yeah, look for things like gentle facial cleanser. Um, usually I recommend fragrance free to reduce irritation. Okay. Uh, good. But yeah, essentially just a, you know, a facial cleanser. And we should be doing that every night, right? Before we go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. Every night. And then a moisturizer. So moisturizer is also very important because uh, you want to, you know, repair the skin barrier, protect the skin, uh, keep it hydrated. So, so awesome. yeah. So one thing, you know, uh, you know, there's a lot of the products that, you know, market having retinol on them for nighttime cream moisturizers. Is that something that's important or no? Or is that like some sort of advertising scam? No, retinol is uh, very important. So I recommend it to a lot of my patients. Uh, the, the retinols help. They can increase collagen, improve fine lines, wrinkles. Basically, it's kind of a very important in any anti-aging, anti-wrinkle regimen. Okay, so here's another question. Am I sh hair shampoo? Do I shampoo every day or do I shampoo every other day? Do I, when do I conditioner? Is there like a, That's a great question. routine there? Like I, I always like, I used to shampoo every day. Then someone said it dries out your hair. Now I shampoo like every other day. What's the situation? I mean, me personally, I think it's fine to shampoo your hair every day. Um, it can actually, we actually recommend that for you know, certain conditions such as seborrheic dermatitis, uh, which, you know, causes dandruff. Um, so even, you know, not even using medicated uh, shampoos, just shampooing more frequently can often help in that condition. All right. So let's, all right, let's, let's get back to the skin. Uh, sunscreen, you know, you know, us being down here in Miami, Justin will be soon again. Um, when are we supposed to wear sunscreen and what SPFs should we be using if we're supposed to wear sunscreen? Right. So, I mean, if you ask me, you should wear sunscreen every day, um, particularly, you know, if you know you'll be out in the sun for, you know, a few hours or, you know, within the periods of 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Uh, when the sun is the, the strongest. So, like, you're saying even in Chicago right now, it's winter. I should be wearing sunscreen if I'm going out. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, cloud okay. coverage, you know, is, uh, you know, the UV rays can still go through clouds, so. And what about the SPF? Like SPF what is like, cause like, I'm not gonna lie. I like Kevin seen it. I'll go SPF 15 with a bronzer. Gotta look good. I'm <laughs> guessing that's probably not the right thing to do. <laughs> So I always recommend SPF 30 or greater. Oh. SPF oh. should be the absolute minimum. Uh, if you know you're going to be out at the beach or, you know, again, for a long period of time, I usually try to recommend bumping it up to SPF 60 or higher. Oh, wow. Okay. That's important to know. So, you know, sunscreen is important to prevent skin cancer. Let's move to the topic of skin cancer. What are the risk factors for getting skin cancer? Right, so um, there are a lot of risk factors for skin cancer. What few of the main ones? Uh, so fair skin, so having blonde or red hair with light-colored eyes, uh, you are uh, at a much higher risk to develop skin cancer than someone with dark skin. You know, dark eyes, um, a history of blistering sunburns as a child. So even if you have one blistering sunburn puts you at an increased risk of developing skin cancer. 
and you know kind of just excessive sun exposure so you know someone who works out in the sun or spends a lot of time uh, in the sun that that itself is a risk for skin cancer a few other ones uh, having a lot of moles so an increased number of moles or abnormal moles on the skin puts you at an increased risk as does a you know family history of skin cancer and then like when should men be getting screened and how often are we getting screened for for skin cancer like uh, annually, every two years, what's the deal? Yeah, so the American Cancer Society uh, recommends annual skin exams, uh, or sorry, every skin exams every three years uh, from the ages of 20 to 40, and annual exams uh, above the age of 40. Well, so every, okay. every three years, you should be getting your skin checked out above the age of 20. That's the recommendation. Yeah. Yeah, wow. I mean, and that, and that's just from the American Cancer uh, Society. Yeah. That's important to know because I think most guys. I, I've never had my skin checked. Dude, I've had it checked because, you know, I've had it checked at like by residents, by dermatology <laughs> residents. But yes, I've had it checked. But no, that's important to know, right? Because the only times I've thought to go to a der dermatologist is for acne when I had like acne yeah. and stuff like that. So that's a really good point. Yeah. So 20 year olds can get ca skin cancer. 22 oh, yeah. year olds, 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see melanomas in kids. Yeah, it's rare, but it, it does happen. So for our listeners out there, go get your skin check because that's that's the recommendation by, by a dermatologist. So. Yeah. All right. So that's pretty important. That's good to know. So now I have a question. This is like a personal question that I've struggled with for pretty much most of my life. If you've seen ever seen pictures of me, most of the time I'm, I'm wearing, I have scruff. I'm never really clean shaven because I break out. When I use a blade to go clean shaven, I break out. I've gone to many dermatologists over the years and I've kind of just used a buzzer to just buzz really close so I don't get like those ingrown hairs and the redness. What is like the proper way to shave? Is there a, a better way? Is Does aftershave matter? Like how is the best way to shave to reduce irritation that I've dealt with pretty much my whole life? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, there, there are a few strategies to kind of prevent irritation and razor bumps. So uh, first off, you should never do a dry shave. So you should always use, you know, soap or, you know, some sort of shaving cream. Uh, the blade should always be a clean, fresh blade. Uh, if you are reusing blades, you should replace them often, you know, maybe after every four to seven shaves because uh, dull blades can sometimes be filled with bacteria uh, and this will pull on the skin and the hairs a little more, which can also irritate the skin a little bit. Uh, other things you can do, so before shaving, you can gently exfoliate. Uh, you can clean with a warm cloth, kind of rub the cloth in circles to try to loosen up some of the hairs that may get caught in the uh, skin. Uh, you can consider shaving after your shower uh, to ensure that both your skin and the hairs, uh, you know, are uh, soft and well hydrated. And does the direction, does yeah. like going like this versus this, I'm sorry, the YouTube, yeah. uh, you can see on YouTube, which way is the right way to shave? Like going from your chin to your neck or your neck up? So uh, it's all about the way the hair is growing. So you should always shave in the direction your hair is growing, essentially. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So you're going with the hair. With Perfect. the hair. Yeah. 
See, we, we asked Dr. Wu about, you know, how to shave on our face. Well, we know personally how to shave the scrotum very, very well. You know, correct, correct. <laughs> yes. Also, I'm 33 years old, and I think I've been shaving incorrectly my whole life. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so, you know, those were good pointers. Um, you know, I hate blackheads. I hate greasy skin. Yes, awful. Girls hate this on guys, probably, you know. So, look, I, I think one of the things our listeners are w want to know, and I personally, Justin, wants to know, just like what are the simple skincare routines? Like what should we be doing? I know we touched on it earlier, but like seriously, like when I wake up in the morning, what should I be doing till like, you know, end of night? You know, I just, I just want to know what the recommendations are. No blackheads. Like I have so many friends who look at their nose, the blackheads are disgusting and everyone comments. It's terrible. Right. So, I mean, one of the most important things you can do to avoid blackheads is uh, to make sure any product that you put on your face is non-comedogenic. Basically, it means that it won't clog your pores. So sunscreens, uh, moisturizers, you know, if you use makeup or anything like that, that should always be non-comedogenic. Uh, and to actually treat the blackheads, uh, alpha hydroxy, beta hydroxy acid cleansers, you know, are very good. So usually uh, they're called AHA or BHA cleansers. So these are- Is that, I can pick that up anywhere? I can pick that up yeah. at CVS or Walgreens? Like what's the name? Over like the what, counter. what do they look like? What's the brand? Cause I gotta yeah, go so, um, Sometimes you can look for the ingredient. So uh, salicylic acid, mm. glycolic acid, uh, lactic acid those are you know some popular ingredients in the names and you know sometimes the cleanser will say aha bha cleanser on it so and you do that in the morning you do that at night how often are you doing it like what's the routine so you you, you want to be careful not to over exfoliate because over exfoliation uh, can actually make the situation worse and also cause skin irritation so I usually recommend anywhere from one to three times a week, uh, maximum of exfoliating. Mm. All right. Yeah. All and right. to kind of go on the, ex stay on the exfoliators. Um, I never re recommend mechanical exfoliators. So we're talking to those scrubs with those grainy particles uh, or, you know, kind of a very abrasive washcloth. Because uh, that can actually, again, make the situation worse. What about like the um, the black uh, masks with the coal or whatever the coal like the masks? charcoal masks or something. The like charcoal that. masks yeah. are those good? So, so those are good, um, but it doesn't address the underlying problem. It's more of just kind of the instant gratification of you know getting all that stuff out. Uh, but at the end of the day, you're not reducing you know uh, inflammation uh, or anything like that. Um, you know, with those masks. All right, cool. So, you know, we talked about the face, but there's also a lot of like non-face skin issues. And one, you know, Kevin's played sports. I've played sports. We always heard about athlete's foot. I think I've had it before. Um, and you see all these commercials. You used to see Tough Actin, Tenactin with John Madden. I know yep. that ages all of us. But um, I don't really know too much about it. What's so? What is athlete's foot? How do you get it? How do you treat it? How do you prevent it? So, uh, the, athlete's foot's the medical term for athlete's foot is essentially tinea pedis, uh, basically a fungal skin infection of the feet. 
So this can happen for a variety of reasons. Uh, fungus in general uh, thrives in warm, uh, moist environments. So if you're someone that, you know, wears socks a lot and, you know, tight shoes and exercises or sweats a lot, uh, it's kind of puts you at a, you know, a higher risk of, uh, you know, having this condition. Usually you get it uh, with, through contact uh, in any sort of contaminated surface. So, you know, floor, the towel, uh, other clothing, um, that's why the locker rooms and all that stuff, that's where they would, uh, that's where I definitely got it, you know, playing football in high school and stuff like that. So that sounds like the perfect environment for that yeah. thing to be going. And then how do you treat it? Right. So uh, a lot of topical medications. So there are over-the-counter medicines. Uh, if those don't work, there are prescription topical creams. And if that doesn't work, uh, there's always oral antifungal medications that can be prescribed and taken. That sounds oh. a little less fun. All right. Well, let's talk about another skin thing. What about jock itch? What is it? How do you get it? And how do you treat it? Right. So jock itch, say, you know, similar to athlete's foot, uh, the medical term is tinea cruris which is essentially a fungal skin infection of the skin in the groin. Uh, you can get it through similar means. Uh, there's you know, some theories that if you have it on your feet, uh, you can get it on your groin by you know, putting on your clothes. Uh, um, so, Justin, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have uh, no comment. <laughs> But so does yeah, Gold Bond work? Power. Don't they always advertise Gold Bond? Yeah, does Gold Bond actually work? That's yeah. a great point. That, uh, basketball, so we throw Gold Bond down, you know, that all yeah, the time. Yeah, just throw it on. Is that the powder? Yeah, baby powder. Yeah, baby yeah. powder, Gold Bond. Yeah. Icy, not Icy Hot. Just kidding. Do <laughs> I mean, it's good. I think it's good for prevention because, again, you're trying to uh, change the environment, you know, from a wet, uh, moist, and hot environment to a dry environment. So in that case, it does work. Uh, there are some over-the-counter uh, powders that, that actually have antifungals in them, mm. uh, which probably can help treat. So yeah, I mean, it has antifungal and it can definitely help treat it. But for both of these issues, we should probably see a dermatologist at some point, I'm guessing. Right, I mean, if your over-the-counter antifungal doesn't work, then yeah, you may need something stronger or yeah, you may need to take a pill for it. Awesome. All right, man. Well, listen, I got one final question. Is there any other glaring thing that you feel guys don't do or need to do? Um, I mean, we talked a lot about the shampoo stuff. That blew my mind. I had no idea the soaps. Um, is there any other final comment that you have with regards to things that dudes need to do or should do or should be aware of? It's okay if yeah. not. <laughs> I mean, don't underestimate the power of sunscreen. Uh, I think, you know, it can help with a lot of things that, you know, guys may or may not worry about later, such as pigmentation, you know, wrinkles, you know, their skin texture, you know, all the things that, uh, you know, we, we do see, you know, after, you know, with aging and increased sun exposure. Oh, on that note, Yes, with, with yeah. aging and, and wrinkles, you know, you know, something, you know, 
I think guys start worrying about, you know, wrinkles on their forehead and such. Talk to me about prophylactic Botox. I've heard it from my friends and they, 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 they talk about it. They're saying you got to do it prophylactically to prevent right. wrinkles. Is that a We thing? know girls do it. Yeah, we know girls are doing yeah. it, which is cool, but should guys be doing it too? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's called Botox for a reason. You, know, <laughs> you, gotta, you gotta do it. I've heard of Scrotox. Uh, I haven't heard of Botox, but now I'm <laughs> uh, Yeah, I mean, if you have concerns about, you know, fine lines in the forehead, you know, around the eyes, uh, your frown line, uh, it's definitely something that, uh, you know, guys should consider uh, because it's, it's all, it's all preventative. So there's no specific age, you know, where you should be starting it. Uh, it's really, you know, uh, the idea behind Botox is that you are, uh, paralyzing the muscles. So you're, you can't make those frowns or you can't raise your, uh, eyebrows to create those forehead lines or, uh, create those lines around the eyes. So if you prevent that action from occurring, you know, those wrinkles, you know, one final question about Botox. I know it's used for sweat. And I think that that's one reason why guys are probably more familiar with Botox. They have sweaty pits. They have like, you know, whatever sweat, they sweat a lot. But how does that work? Is that a thing you have to come back for? Do people still commonly use it for sweat, for excessive sweating? You know, someone told me that if you put it in your armpits, then you get sweat that goes, the sweat distributes at other places. How does that work? Is that true? Yeah, so um, you can inject Botox into the armpits. Uh, you can do it into the, you know, the hands, the feet. Although it's a little more painful in those areas, uh, and you know it does work. Uh, the idea is kind of similar. You're kind of, uh, you know, preventing those sweat glands from, you know, being able to uh, really sweat in those areas. Um, but you're right. There is a something called uh, compensatory hyperhidrosis where, you know, the body sweats for a reason. So if you stop the sweat from one area, inevitably it's going to find somewhere else. Mm. Uh, oh, so that, that sounds is, dangerous. It is a, you know, it doesn't happen with everyone, but it is uh, a potential um, side effect. All right, man. Brotox. I learned a lot. Yeah. I, I have Botox, maybe. Kevin, before you leave, Tim, uh, Dr. Wu is going to. Got to get some up here, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But um, I want to thank Dr. Wu. I, I really learned a lot. I yeah, think thank I'm, you. I think I'm good looking now, but I'm going to be pretty. Kevin's going to be pretty. We're going to be <laughs> looking sharp. Like oh, our yeah. skin's going to be glisten after this. And I absolutely. hope all of our listeners learned a lot too, because I think a lot of the things you talked about are things that, you know, we've obviously been doing wrong because either we haven't been talking about it when we should be talking about it. Yep. And we haven't been asking our dermatologists. And right. I think guys don't go to a dermatologist enough. So I, I thank you, Dr. Wu. I think that, thank you know, you. I, I want to go to a local dermatologist now and talk about how I can improve my skin and yeah. not get jockish and maybe get some Brotox. Oh, so jockish, huh? No, I'm just kidding. But, uh, uh, thanks again. Um, thanks again to all of our listeners too. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns, feel free to reach out to us. 
um, on our social media platforms. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on TikTok. You can also find us on, on YouTube. Please follow us, subscribe. Uh, the podcast itself is on all podcasting platforms. Download, subscribe, give us a review. Five stars is always appreciated. Um, and like we said, these are all on YouTube now, so you can also listen to them and watch them too, which is also always fun, especially when we're talking to a dermatologist. So uh, thanks again, Dr. Wu. And thanks again to all of our listeners. Until next time, have a good one.